Movies. We all love them. Chances are you've met someone that likes movies. The communal aspect of movies is something everyone can get behind. But while we all love movies, we don't love the same movies. We can agree for the most part what objectively makes a movie good. But what about the movies that you love that aren't very good? The movies that failed at the box office? The movies that were critically savaged? It's time to throw your support behind those black sheep. It's time to tell me, why do you like it? My guests today, plural, are here to discuss and defend the 2005 amazingly whatever musical movie experience rent. And they are, (laughs) well, I'm married to one of them. And uh, let's just say the other one is a person that exists. Wow. Wow. Kayla Hudson and Lindsay Collins. Ladies, how are you? Um, we're good. That was a really rude introduction of Kayla. I said, Shelly, she is like your sister. So, wow. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, we are happy and excited to talk about Ren today. Right, Kayla? I'm so excited. I've been ready. Yeah, um, and let this be known that Zach um, offered to watch Rent with me two Christmases ago, or like Christmas times ago, and he was not happy with it the whole time, but offered because he knew I loved it, and then um, before this podcast, refused to watch it again. <laughs> and he usually watches. Listen, all of I cannot watch. I cannot watch the movie more than once. Okay, I saw it. I know the gist. Everyone gets AIDS and, you know, everyone it like almost dies. And Adele, Adele Dezeem is a really good voice. And, you Adele know. Adele Dezeem. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not everyone gets AIDS. And you know what? Kayla and I loved this movie in high school. Okay, when it came out, we were both. She was 15. I was 14. No. So, 13, yeah, it 14. came it came out in uh, it came out in 2005. And so how old were you two? I was 14. I was 15. Yeah. So what I mean, what was your were you both just like into it as a musical or did you just see the movie first? Oh, no, we didn't know about it as a musical. Did you? I didn't No, I only knew about it as a movie when I was 15. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know. We didn't know the history of Rent at all. Have either of you seen the musical? Yes, I yes. have. Yeah, she saw it in Tennessee, right? Like a traveling show? Yes. Yeah, well, and I twice, saw it. actually. Yeah, and I've seen it once in um, New York. And I prefer the movie. I do too. <laughs> That's right, we do. Well, uh, isn't isn't the movie is uh, a lot, most of the same cast, right? Or not? No. Yeah. No? Um, it, 
Well, it's like, it's Adam Pascal. It's, um, who plays Anthony Rapp. It's, um, Tom Collins who plays him. <laughs> Do you know that well, actor's no, name? So it's like the, it's the original musical cast, all except the girl who plays Joanna. So, and me oh, and me and Mimi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I guess so, you're right. Yeah. Mostly. I, I lied. So yes, most of those people. <laughs> I was just like, ew, no, Rosario Dawson's in this one, so no. <laughs> oh, Rosario. Okay, yeah, sorry. I, Rosario, Rosario Dawson was not in the play. Yeah. But she was in the movie. Yeah. But I liked her better as Mimi than the original uh, Mimi. Me too. Really? Yeah, okay. we both did. We talked about it at the time. Once we started getting super into rent, we both were like, yeah, Rosario Dawson is better. I think it was yeah, just because yeah. she was so pretty and like even though she was addicted to heroin yes. she just wore it well you know like she just she looked did. great <laughs> she's like pretty skinny but like her hair was pretty so so where does this so do you both would you say this is like your favorite musical or do you both have more one that you like more than this or others Oh, I would say that Rent is my favorite musical. I mean, I love Hamilton. I'm not going to lie. Hamilton is a is a fantastic musical. And I know that Lindsay loves Wicked, but I think that Rent like seals the deal for me. Yeah, that's so funny cuz our uh, our friend Madeline was just like, "So, is that your favorite? Is that your favorite musical?" But I was like, "No, Wicked is." Um <laughs> Because, I mean, I just, I love it. I love it so much. But Rent, I think, and that's what we'll get into instead of, you know, um, talking shit about the movie like everyone we know, (laughs) um, was it came at a time in our lives that was, like, really important for us. You know, we were young enough to be, like, new to high school. Of course, you were homeschooled and I was in public school. But, like, that age of group of people where, like, people are starting to, like, be different and discover themselves. And like, we were really mean in middle school, me and you, (laughs) we like learned to have a heart and like care about people. (laughs) And that movie like made both of us sob. And like the reason we're doing this together, just as everyone, so everyone knows, like we saw this movie together in theaters. Um, I had, yeah, I had already seen it and she, I remember this perfectly. You had seen walk the line and I had seen Rent with my mom and my brother. And I was like, you have to see Rent. You will love it. And you were like, no way it's better than Walk the Line. Because this is very much 14-year-old and 15-year-old Lindsay and Kayla. <laughs> and she's like, there's no way it's going to be better. That movie was so good. And I was like, you're going to love Rent. I bet you're going to love it more than this. And she was like, no, I won't. <laughs> this <is> stubborn. <laughs> and then when we left, she was like, okay, <laughs> I loved that movie. And I was like, mm-hmm. Um, and then we both saw it. I think I saw it in theaters four times. Wow. Uh, yeah. Four I times. Even, I think I saw it like four or five times. I went and watched it even by myself. Um, yeah, that happened. Well, and you worked at the mall too. I Well, not then. I was still. Oh, yeah, at 15. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of imagine you always worked at the mall. <laughs> Yeah, Erica went to go hang out with somebody, and I was like, well, I'm just going to go watch Rent by myself. (laughs) And it had a great time. Why the hell not? Yeah. Um, So that's interesting. Uh, If you two could elaborate on that uh, a little further, like, so this movie, when you were younger, it actually taught you both, like, about, like, differences in people and stuff? Because that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty positive. I don't give a shit about the movie. I, I'm not a fan of it. But um, that's pretty positive if it's uh, if it made that kind of impact on you, too. Um, 
Well, and Kayla, you can say how it impacted you. I don't want to fully speak for you, but I, I will say it's not that it taught us. I think it, well, I helped, I think it helped us learn about AIDS for sure. Like it's not something you don't, you're not just like fully versed in AIDS when you're 14 or 15, if it hasn't touched your life at all. But like on top of that, I, I don't think it taught us about that, those kinds of people or that that existed. I think it just kind of helped us. It put a picture to like how we already felt or knew we felt like about, you know, um, accepting uh, different sexualities and, you know, that we knew about addiction and, and Kayla had a, a way more diverse group of friends than I did at the time and still probably now, <laughs> but like, um, cause she just worked with different types of people. But, um, yeah, Kayla talk about how it, like, how did you feel? How do you feel like it affected you the first time you saw it? I think the first time I saw it, it impacted me in ways like, I think it just showed that there's so much in life that is just so trivial that doesn't matter. And that what really matters is the people that are in your life. And it doesn't matter how long you've known those people. I think that, you know, you see this group of people in rent that some have known each other forever and some you've just met. And yet they're all like this close, almost family like system. And yet they all accept each other for who they are. Doesn't matter. And they like just stand with each other every step of the way. And I think that that's like super important, um, just in life in general, like that's how you should be with your friends and the people closest to you. And, you know, I know that we're not supposed to sing, so I'm not, I'm not going to do it, but <laughs> Rude. You know, like, so many of the songs, you know, just talk about, you know, like, Hey, you no day, but today, like, if you don't do it today, like, when are you going to do it? And I think that that's something that everybody like in the whole world can like grasp the concept of because we spend so much time worrying and caring about things that really don't matter at the end of the day. Like on your deathbed, are you going to care about, you know, your term paper that you didn't turn in or like something you didn't do at work or like, no, no you're like, not. Yeah. Being late to work or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That. <laughs> well, I also, I, I agree with all of that, but I also, it came out, the year my dad died. Mm -hmm. Um, and it came out in like fall, he had died in, uh, June and it came, I think our, we saw it in like October. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just like, I was sobbing in the theater because those people die. It's not the same. I mean, my dad died of heart disease. He was not addicted to heroin, um, or, and did not have AIDS, but he, um, it was still, you know, I'm 14. I'm adjusting and learning how to live my life without a parent. And Kayla, you know, is my, is my sister that's, you know, I mean, we've been friends since we were like babies, four, four and six, right? Four and five, five and six. Yeah. <laughs> How old are we? <laughs> um, but oh. so like, and her dad had just, he was the one who had a, a heart attack the week before my dad. So it, it was like, we, when my dad died, it was like, a, she lost an extension of her family too. You know, it wasn't just like a friend's dad died. So like, we were really tight at that time anyway, because I basically lived at their house because my mom had to travel for work. And when we saw rent together, it was like, almost like we both kind of got it for those reasons of like, life is short. And that's the whole point of the movie is like no day back today, like she said, but like, we were also living that reality of like someone we love died. And that's hard when you're a teenager and it's like, love is the most important part of your life. And like, don't sweat the small shit, you know, like don't let the fact that you're mad at someone totally take over your relationship with them. 
Okay, I will. I will give you both uh, permission to sing one song. You don't have. You can't sing it in full, but you both have to agree on a favorite or at least one that you both like equally. And you can, you can start singing it, but you cannot go through the whole thing. So if you two want to agree on a song to sing for a little bit, not the whole thing, then you can. Oh my God. Well, let's also note that uh, separately before this podcast, Zach knew Kayla wanted to do Rent. And I said, oh, can I be on it? <laughs> because I just am that person. And he was like, yeah, sure. Because I'm not going to, you know, it's not my favorite. And so I was like, okay, great. Um, we will just sing the whole time. And Zach was like, no. He knew I was joking. But then Kayla separately without knowingly, like without knowing that um, I had said that, texted Zach. and was like, we're just going to sing the whole time. <laughs> and he was like, no. Like he freaked out. <laughs> and he was like, are you guys serious? And I was like, nope, that's just how we are. Um, but I will say for us, I, if I can imagine the favorite songs we would like to sing, it would either be Another Day. Or um, take me or leave me. I was gonna say take me or leave me. Uh huh. Take yeah. me or leave me is the uh, Idina Menzel one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Joanne, <laughs> that's her yeah. name. Um. Yeah. And then I think you know we we both love Lavi Bohem, um, but that one's a little complicated. I think we like it because it's hard. We do. Also, I will admit, like we watched so much rent like did you tell zach that you had a movie marathon at your house once and we watched rent how many times like um harrison i think decided to leave he was so done (laughs) of course he did all all the high school boys hated that movie and mocked us mercilessly because we did not hang out with like a musical crowd we were not hanging out with like i wouldn't imagine you guys in the chorus and shit we were hanging out with like mean skater boys who were like why are you making us watch this I'm, I'm pretty sure we watched it like three times and then we acted it out in your mom's house yeah, we um, did. Like the sure staircase. Did. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just you name it. Yeah, we yeah. sure did do that. And um, speaking really of Harrison, good. speaking of, yeah. I just got off the phone with him earlier today and I said, because he's been on this podcast and I was like, yeah, I'm, we're doing Kayla today. Uh, she wants to do rent. And he said, to talk shit about it or to defend it. And I said, it's called, but why do you like it? We're defending it. And he was like, oh, God, I won't be listening to that one. <laughs> I was like, that is like a fucking Harrison thing to say. But yeah, that was a pretty um, like good throwback. That's definitely how they all felt. And of course, they all made the jokes of like, everyone has AIDS. They're just thinking about AIDS and then they die, um, which is not true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean. Yeah, Team America did that song, yeah. Everyone Has AIDS. And, uh, you know, I, I always thought, because I had not seen Rent when I saw that movie, and I was like, oh, okay, so that must be what Rent's about. <laughs> no, but I will say it's not the most hetero movie in the world. You know, I don't expect a lot of straight white men to go see that movie, or straight black men, honestly, let's be real. But, 
my brother loved it. <laughs> um, that's not saying much. Um, that's not saying a whole lot. No, yeah, uh, it's not. There's so many things I could say about your brother. I love him so much, but I'm going to keep his secrets <laughs> off of a podcast for now. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, well, he is a straight white male. We'll just say that. And uh, he liked it. <laughs> so there's one. There's one. <laughs> just one. Um, but so let's really get into, but why do we like this movie, Kayla? Um, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you talk for a minute. But why do you like this movie? Aside from the the moral standing of like, you know, what it taught you and shit. What do you like about it? Well, first of all, I really like practically all the songs. And I think that that's like super rare in musicals. Like I feel as if, you know, you might have a couple of songs that you kind of love or you relate to. But I mean, some of them are, yeah, relatable, sure. But some of them are just really fun to sing. Like, Lovey the Wim. It's a super fun song to sing. And um, I don't know. I think that like it just kind of takes you someplace like away from your own reality. So I've always really liked that. And uh, let's see. <laughs> is there is that is that um, is that um, like indicative of a lot of musicals? Like are there. Is because you said that's rare. Is that indicative of like some musicals, like the songs? Some of the songs absolutely sucking, and you're just like, ugh, I need to get through this song so I can hear the song that I like. Or is rent a is rent a rarity in that way? And that you liked all the songs. I would say that rent's a rarity. That I like all the songs except Maureen's protest. That song I always. It's not really a song, and I hate it, but other than yeah. that. Yeah, you know what's funny about that is, like, we always hate it, both of us, because she's, like, does the cow sound, it's the, like, whatever. But the end, her little only thing to do is jump over the moon. Yeah, yeah that gets in my head sometimes, and that part's catchy. That's when the song gets good. It's just when she's talking the whole time, it's not really a song, and she's just, like, sing-shouting and then talking. Plus, it's a really, like... It, Maureen is a lot of a character to handle and they kind of make her that way of like like she's a she a little bit much <laughs> but the protest even when you're young you're like this is an eye roll <laughs> just because it's like <laughs> the milk is poison because coke or whatever <laughs> coca-cola too well, is like especially as a teenage girl, like having such strong female roles in that movie was also super important like you had somebody like Mimi who I mean she doesn't give a shit she just she wears whatever she wants she does whatever she wants and like you know for once you have this like really strong female character who's like chasing this guy because like that's what she wants and then you have Maureen who's just like super outspoken and even though her character can sometimes be rather annoying I think that she just has such a strong presence for, you know, mm -hmm. feminism even where she's just like, no, I have something to say about this and I don't care what anybody else thinks. And so I'm going to go yeah. through and do all this. Yeah. I think that 
it, if you take it because it's a movie and it was a musical and it was amazing that like what the story behind the actual musical and the creator and everything is, is really lovely. And you can, I watched that on the DVD of rent, like to learn more about it. But yes. I think that if you look at the movie as just a movie, instead of the actual musical parts, then it's easier for people who are not into musicals to enjoy, which is like, yeah, these characters are you know, they're extremely flawed, which, you know, it's not a new thing to do in movies, which we know. I mean, obviously there's millions of movies, so whatever, but each character is extremely flawed and they are still all so close and accepted by each other, but they all call each other out, you know, like they're all holding everyone accountable, which is just nice to see, especially at a young age, like at that kind of age too, like you said, the, like the feminist side of like, this is what I want. This is who I am. And it also might not be orthodox. It might not be the norm. Like, like Maureen is, you know, basically her whole song is like, she doesn't want to be caged. She has got to be wild and free and she's trying to be like engaged, but she's also like, I'm not a wife. I'm not going to like go to bed and like read by a nightlight. Like basically like she's like, I'm not that person. And Joanne like wants her to be, you know, it's just like, here's a lesbian love story that is not often on the screen. And it is shown just like a typical straight love story, which is good to see at that young of age. Because like, if you think about role reversals and everything, it's kind of nice. It's like, and you don't feel like, oh, this is an agenda being shoved down my throat, which I don't ever care about that kind of shit. But like, especially in Rhett, is like, this is just normal people in New York City and their lives because heroin addiction is a real problem with people who don't have a lot of money even still. Well, and the people who do have money, but you know what I mean? Like, especially in the 80s, especially during the AIDS pandemic, like that is all real stuff that happened. So it's not that wild of a concept. So, um, and uh, Sullivan has a lot to say about that too. Apparently, he really. Uh, Kayla's, uh, yeah, Kayla's Kayla's first son, uh, Sullivan is. You know, he's. Uh, well, he's got a lot of opinions, like me. It sounds like. Um. So, do do you both have favorite and least favorite characters in the movie? Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> what are yours? Um, I would say the angel and Mimi are my favorite characters. Um, even Mm -hmm. though I do love Tom, I do love him. Um, and I would probably say, even though I was younger and I like had a huge crush on Roger because I thought he was so cute, but he's such a whiny little bitch. So I would Mm -hmm. say that him and Mark are my least favorite. (laughs) Yeah. See. Which one, uh, which one's Mark? Anthony Rapp. Oh, okay. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just had a, no, Adam Pascal is Roger. Okay. I was yeah. just A's was in P's were crossing in my brain. Um, <laughs> I would say it's hard to think. Cause like when it first came out, we had our favorites. Like, I know you didn't love Maureen when it first came out either. You were like, she's a nine. I don't like her. Um, yeah. and I, I actually liked her. She was a lot, but I liked her. I think I just liked her songs and her voice. It was like more my, and her like leather jacket style and shit. Like I was into that, but, um, uh, yeah, we both loved Mimi cause we liked Rosario Dawson and she was just cute and fun. Um, it's hard to say as an adult because also Mimi was like 19 and a liar. <laughs> I mean, she was addicted to heroin, but she was like a, a straight up liar. Um, I think Joanne might be my least favorite. 
um, <laughs> because I, I just, she's so high strung lawyery, like in your face, like I know everything and you don't know shit, like already tends to mark, you know, like when they first meet in their little tango Marine and it was just weird. <laughs> and I was like, just, he's, he, she cheated on him. Like, <laughs> why are you mad at him? <laughs> so it was just kind of like an intense like personality that I, I don't know. I always sided with Maureen on, um, as an adult, I might feel differently. I don't know. I just, that's, that's the first impression that stayed with me. And, um, yeah, Angel is always the favorite cause he was who brought everyone together. Exactly. I can, I guess yeah. like I could see how Joanne would be annoying, but like now as an adult, I'm like, well, I can kind of see like where she's coming from too. Like, would you yeah. want to spend time with your like significant other's ex? Like probably not. No, but she just showed up with straight bitch energy, and it's like I get it, but like also, I mean, give it like wait till wait for him to be a dick first, <laughs> you know, That's before true. you whip that whip that dick out. Isn't this isn't this the movie where Tay Diggs and Idina Menzel met or not? Were they together yeah. before this? I think they were already they married. On, yeah, I think oh, okay. they were together. They met on the in the play. Mm-hmm. Was he in the original play? Not like yeah. original cast. Was he the original cast? Yeah, I thought maybe a, he got added in. No, he was the original cast. Okay. And so I yeah. think that they were already married, and I, they have, like, two kids together, right? Something like that? They might have already had children good. together. So. Yeah. Um I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. But, yeah, I know they were together. And Tay Diggs, that was, this was also a movie that um, added Tay Diggs to my top five list of celebrities <laughs> I would do because his voice is so good. And even though he's a huge dick in this movie, I loved him. Yeah, but he's pretty short. You know, I know I'm taller than him, so I'm not worried about it. Okay. Wow. Wow. Um, I also think Roger is the least favorite character of mine. Uh, just because he is such a whiny bitch. Even his songs, I have to skip his fucking uh, glory song. The What is it? Like the third one on the oh, CD. Yeah, or like... Um that one last song that he does that like ties into it. Oh, like, Oh, the one he's singing to Mimi to wake up. Yes. I hate it. He just, no, it's horrible. Um, so yeah, I agree with you there, but, and okay. I also don't know if you know, but I, this is to Zach. I watched, I know I've seen that movie at least 25 times. Rent? Easy. (laughs) Easy. Nope, a different movie we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, because I when it came out, of course, I got it on DVD and I watched it a lot. And yeah. I made lots of people watch it <laughs> with mm-hmm. me. You can ask all my guy friends from back then. They fucking hated me <laughs> and us for doing that to them. But you know what? We also had boobs. So teenage boys, what's it worth <laughs> to be around boobs? Yeah, to be around boobs, but you also, you know, have to listen to these songs. And how much do you get to see the boobs? Like, are they just staring at you guys the whole time? <laughs> like, no. I wonder if their boobs are going to come out. Or are we just listening to songs around girls? Yeah, pretty much. That's why they were mean, too. <laughs> <laughs> but they still came over. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And that's yeah. probably why Harrison left, though. He was, he was just done. It wasn't even about hanging out with yeah. girls with boobs. It was... I think it was literal torture for him. Yeah. Um, for most of them, uh, which like, let's be clear. Kayla and I both realized the like bad rep that rent has. Like we know that 
people make fun of it and that it's a joke. Well, I think the bad, I think the movie has a worse rep than the Broadway show. Yeah. <laughs> but we, but it's kind of that, which makes it kind of comical that you both love the movie more. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love the movie. I mean, obviously a movie is going to be a lot of the times a movie is going to be better than the show because more money and it's, uh, you can break and take like and edit things together. It's a, a musical it, production is amazing in and of itself. It's not, it shouldn't be compared to a movie because it's not, and they have way more things, different things to work with and musicals, amazing musicals are always impressive. Like I Broadway musicals are like, I, I can't imagine how much work goes into pulling that off. Like a stage production, like think about Hamilton, think about wicked, like, it's a fucking lot of moving parts all the time. With a movie, you are, you get breaks, you got to edit shit together, you can lip sing, like all that shit. So it's different. But we just liked it better because the cast and in the play, there's that weird part with the condoms right after they, like right after Angel dies. Yeah, that never fit for me. It just, just never it's fit so for me. so fucking weird. It's so, so in the show, Angel dies, which is the peak of the film, obviously. It's like, this is the part you're sobbing your eyes out if you care about the characters. Like, it is <laughs> depressing. It is sad. Tom Collins is just saying his heart out. And it's a song they sang when they were once together. It is a moment. And then in the play, instead of like an easy transition into whatever's happening next, it's almost like... Now, I haven't seen the play since I was like 16, 15, something like that. So maybe, Kayla, if you've seen it more recently... Is it supposed to be like his transition, like Angel? Because it's like Angel, right? Like it's his, his his transition to the afterlife or something. But it's like everyone's having sex or like pretending to have sex. And there's like a giant waving condom balloon or something. Like it's real weird. And I can never remember because like I saw the play twice at the Tennessee Theater. Um, and I can never remember if that part actually happened like right before Angel dies or right after. But I just remember it not fitting, like when Angel died. And I think you're right. I think it was like maybe supposed to be some type of like, oh, here's Angel passing on to the other side or something weird like that shit. But it did, it just did not flow. And I thought this is it's a, a very real like, sexualized moment and it shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, because it's like the the supporting cast of everyone in the musical comes out, not the main characters, obviously. They, but they all come out and like they're all in skin colored outfits and they all just start like humping each other. And there's like this weird like chanting song kind of like a very intense like weird chanty whatever. And there's just like a big like a big ass condom like at, at those uh car lots with the guy the balloon guy i feel like that's what it's like a big condom shaped one of those it's really like bizarre massive sheets like they were just like making yeah. like parachute things with these sheets and then like mm -hmm. they just had the the guy who plays angel like laying on this table and it was just like really i don't know it was just really weird it's really strange yeah so i mean Maybe if we had seen the musical first, we wouldn't have had like such a, like, I don't know, dis like aversion, distaste for it, you know, because we didn't know about it. But I think seeing the movie, knowing that production value, seeing it, loving it in all of its form. Like, I don't think there was any part of the movie we don't like. I mean, like sure. there are parts now that I 
could do with the, I'm just like, whatever, I don't care about this part, you know, cause I've seen it a hundred times, but like initially there was no part of that movie that I thought was like bad. I was like, Oh my God, this movie is so amazing. Top tier movie. And so when I see a ver- like the play version of it, I was like, this is not, <laughs> this is not <laughs> where's Rosario that, Dawson. <laughs> I will say in the movie too, they cut out one of the songs that I think makes Tay Diggs as Benny, like, I think it's one of his more redeeming moments in the movie, which you you kind of don't really understand, like, why um, Roger hates him so much. But, you know, when you listen to the soundtrack, it cuts out, the movie cuts out, like, the portion where Benny pays for Mimi to go to rehab right before she goes mm-hmm. missing. And, like, so in the movie... I do too. And I, like, I get it. It's already kind of a long movie. So like, you've got to cut places somewhere, but I think that it kind of loses Benny's like redeeming factor by like kind of taking that out because then you're just like, well, he's a dick. (laughs) No, he's the guy who just wants to fuck Mimi. Yeah, exactly. He, I mean, he was trying to like, do good. I mean, he did send her to rehab, but like in the movie, you don't really realize that. I think that you can see it in like the director's cut maybe, or like they have deleted yeah, scenes they have or whatever. It. Yeah. They have it in the, on the DVD for the deleted scenes. Um, and it's on the CD. But isn't this movie already like two and a half hours long? It's two and a half hours enough. too short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach is so upset. Um, yeah, that song. What is it called? Because it's right after Angel's funeral, um, and after Mark and Anthony, or not Anthony. Sorry, after Mark and Roger. I keep just combining names. Mark and Roger get in their big fight. Um, yeah, because like she hears. Uh, I, I don't know the name. Um, hold on, it's like it's, it's something fall. It has to do with fall. Um, I think is it just the fall? I think it is the fall. And it's like where yeah. she like overhears them arguing them as in yeah. Roger and um, Mark. And then like, you know, it's so sad. Like she's so heartbroken and it makes you so sad for her. And then she just goes back to being a massive drug addict because she's relapsed, like, cause she's sad. And then, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I think that so it also does a great, like the movie too, obviously higher production value, but it does a great job showcasing like heroin recovery because it's not like they like they have no money that's the whole point of rent right like they're not paying rent they're trying to um take over this building because they're like fuck you rent's too expensive and no one has any money or jobs and Mimi is a dancer but um she's heavily addicted to heroin Roger used to be addicted to heroin but then his girlfriend died uh from it and in the play it's way more graphic how his girlfriend died in the movie he just mentions it in song the one song glory the third song he's basically just like singing about it and you see flashbacks of her finding out she has aids and then she's like dead and you get you it's implied that she died but in the play mark is telling the story i don't think glory is even in is it in the play or it's it, they tell about how his girlfriend dies before that song plays though and mark just says it so he's talking fast because he's the narrator of the show um the mark character and he just says something really quick about how she slid her wrists 
and died in a pool of her own blood in the bathtub or something. Like, it's like pretty graphic the way he describes it, at least when you're young and you're just like, ah, what? Like, I was just expecting a nice pillowy flashback to a death. Like, and so anyway, I think they do a pretty good job of like Rogers and like, he's like, I'm not going to hang out with you since you're addicted to heroin. Like, that's what killed my last person. I used to be there too. Also, Mimi says he's 19 and Rogers was supposed to be like, 25 because like he's definitely like 35 in this movie so so much older not that that stops anyone either it doesn't we you and i especially can't say shit neither one of you can talk about that so uh here's a good question for you guys um if you two were like say in charge of like the movie version of this say there was like a remake Okay, like now in 2020, would you what would you do differently? And would you run with the same cast or would you try to discover like new talent? I think I would run with the same cast. I thought that the cast was stellar. I mean, I really do. I think there's nothing like having the original you know, musical cast minus like a couple of people. Um, But I think that the people that they chose to play those parts did it perfectly. Like I, I can never remember the lady who plays Joanne's name. Like, but I think that she did a better job playing Joanne than the original. Um, same for Rosario Dawson. Um, yeah, I honestly don't know if I would do anything different. I agree. Joanne, we were both Joanne, that woman's voice who plays her is insane. The note she hits the original, um, person who hits that I don't think is that who plays Joanne in the original cast who say the same woman who hits that note in 525,000 or seasons of love or whatever yes but like Um, it does not sound the same no she still hits it but she's like a like a like thick woman and like it sounds like a thick woman's voice Joanne is this little petite thing and she just like yells out that note and it is like earth shattering like it is amazing her voice is amazing but I would say keep the same cast, but they can't, if you made it today, they'd all be too old. Yeah. Well, that's true, but maybe, you know, Mimi, I mean, Rosario Dawson is a beautiful woman, but she ain't playing 19. She wasn't playing 19. She was 19 when she was playing 19, but now she's like 40. (laughs) Like she can't, I'm not, let's not pretend she's 19. I don't think we would, I still wouldn't change anything about it because it's, indicative of the time of the time that it was representing you know it's like not supposed to be a 2005 story it's supposed to be a 19 late 1980s story it's supposed to be about aids it's supposed to be sad it's supposed to tell you about like different love stories i mean this is pretty progressive considering we're still fighting for like lgbtq rights in this country so the fact that this was in the 80s and they called aids the gay disease when not only gay people had it which is like insanely insensitive but this movie became and I'm sure play became you know a punching bag for those kinds of jokes because people think of AIDS as the gay disease and it very much is not and I actually did a paper about AIDS like I wanted to because in in school like we got to choose and like I taught my classmates about AIDS like I got real into AIDS for a minute because I was like this is fucked up and they don't teach you it, especially not in like a podunk Tennessee town. They're not teaching us about, it was like two pages in our history book. It's fucked up. It's really sad. 
Oh, well, uh, ladies, um, would you uh, like to end this episode with a little uh, harmony, like a 20 to 30 second harmony of your favorite song? Or are you just, uh, you know? I don't think I could. I don't know if I want my voice recorded in singing form. I don't want it to be on this thing and sing because I already hate the way my voice sounds on any type of recording. Um, yeah. So you're listen. Why right don't now. we just catch us at karaoke uh-huh. or let us trap you in a car? We'll yeah. play the soundtrack and we can uh, sing it for everybody then. And we will. Don't put it past us. Zach already put in his time when we first started dating. <laughs> well. Ladies, you know, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show to um, talk to me about why you think this horrible movie is actually good. Um, You know, I hope, Kayla, you'll come back in the future and uh, talk to me about another more than likely terrible movie that you love. You know, I I can't wait for that. Um, You know, my wife, Lindsay, I can't wait for the next time you tell me about something that's also bad that you love. But uh, I really appreciate you both uh, guesting today. Well, everything that Zach likes is good and is never terrible or horrible. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Especially me. Um, But anyway, yes, Kayla, thank you for joining us. And um, let's just, the next chance we get, let's trap Zach in a car, in a rent. Um, In fact, just come to Maine and you and I can act out the whole movie for him like we used to in high school. In the apartment. I am so down. Yes. Yes. Listen, I have a leopard print jacket just like Mimi, so I'm just saying I will bring Perfect. it. Perfect. I'll be Maureen. Yes. That's so and great. I can't we can wait. Chase him around the whole house. It'll be perfect. If you trap him in a car, he might get out and run. So, yeah, that's true. But we will find him in the house. It will yes. be fine. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Okay, ladies. Well, thank you for guesting on my show. Thanks for having thank me. For having- yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was a great time for me. <laughs> Bye. Bye.